Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, you're listening to a bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we sit down to discuss romantic comedy bros. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do, and we're going to talk about bros, which follows Bobby and Aaron, two gay men who collide into a relationship neither of them are prepared for. They attempt to figure out each other and discover what works for them along the way in this first-of-its-kind romantic comedy. Bros is directed by Nicholas Stoller, who has brought us such films as Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is one of my favourite comedies of all time, and also The Five-Year Engagement, from a screenplay by Stoller and Billy Eichner. The movie stars Billy Eichner, Luke McFarlane, Dot Marie Jones, Miss Lawrence, T.S. Madison, Eve Lindley and Jim Rash. Now, before we jump into our review, Lee, don't forget to check out our interview with Bros director Nick Stoller over on YouTube, as well as our red carpet video featuring all the fabulous action from the Bros Sydney premiere where we spoke to Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane. Very cool. Very excited for you to see those yeah. uh, conversations, guys. Now, Tim... This film is a huge deal. Right. It's the first romantic comedy from a major film studio about two gay men, Mm. starring and created by a predominantly LGBTQ plus cast and writers. Mm -hmm. It's also the first film written by and starring an openly gay man and Billy Eichner's first foray as romantic lead. So many big firsts. Yes, his first lead in a film. He's shown up in... Some films before, Nick Stoller films included. So there's so many firsts. Yeah. So many firsts that you sit back and think, this is wild. But at the same time, it's also unsurprising as well, isn't it, that this sort of film hasn't happened before. Now, for me, I identify as a gay man. So Mm -hmm. I was, one, really excited to see this film and, two, really excited to talk to you about it. Because growing up watching a film like this in my teens or even in my early 20s as I was coming to terms 
with my own sexuality mm. would have seriously helped. Yeah. You know, it would have made me feel seen. It would have helped make me feel validated and just more normal. There's a word normal about mm. being gay or queer or whatever that just drives me mad. It would have opened my eyes to same-sex relationships, both romantic and platonic, and educated me on gay history, which this film does yes, really well. that's really cool. So, anyway, that's just my experience and take on that yes. from my perspective. So, you enjoyed the film on many levels. Uh, yeah, I mean, I took a lot out of this movie that held weight for me, mm. particularly. And you said in your interview with Nick Stoller that this film will save lives. And it's absolutely true, because there are even scenes in the film that highlight the importance of young people seeing themselves in art on the big screen or in theatre. There's a whole sequence of yeah. scenes and you're getting quite emotional. You I okay? am. I'm actually sitting here getting emotional. Oh. I was not prepared. Wait, I need to give you a hug. For this, can, we're breaking for a hug. <laughs> okay, we're back from our hug. <laughs> But that just goes to show how important this film yeah. is. You can't underestimate its importance. I'm just so glad that this film exists. It's a huge milestone in of itself. We've gone on about why it's such a milestone film. But also the fact that it's a pretty good, fun, funny movie is just that cherry on top. It's a bloody good romantic comedy when you take away all the noise and all the groundbreaking aspects of it. It's yeah. really well done. Yes. And I'm so glad that Nick Stoller had the forethought to bring the right people with lived experience on board to make it as authentic as it could be. Yes, that was really important to him. And also he wouldn't have got away with it this day and age as yeah. a straight, white, middle-aged man married with kids. I mean, what a lovely life that must be yeah. for him. But he needed to bring that authentic voice into the mix and Billy Eichner is where he found that. Yes, and so when he reached out to Billy Eichner in 2017, it's quite sad you know, that's, that's five years ago it's and a, a, long time. a lot has happened in five years even. Mm. But Billy didn't believe it would ever get made. Right. I mean, he, he said that to you on the red mm. carpet when you spoke to him. Yeah. In almost a hundred years of movies, we've never seen a movie like this, which yes. is quite sad. It, it, it is sad, but I'm all for flipping the sentiment around that and celebrating that now it does exist. Yes, it's really important to identify that it has taken that mm. long, but we're here now, it's here, and hopefully it paves the way for more stories like this to yeah. be seen and heard. It has high scores across the board on Rotten Tomatoes with critics and audiences alike, but has so far only taken in 11 million in four weeks of being open over there, which is not terrible, but mm. it was a $22 million budget. Yes. So it has made almost half of it back in yes. in a month. Mm. But hopefully that changes when it opens more widely because this is a really good film. I feel like maybe it could just be a film people will discover in their own time. Like it exists now. It's there yeah. to find its feet, to spread its wings. Oh God, I'm going down cliches here. But uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. maybe it hasn't broken box office records in its first run, but it could be one of those movies that just finds itself later on. Let's talk about the story. Mm. It tackles stereotypes in a very clever way yeah. and it pokes fun at them, but it also leans into them sometimes. Yes. And I think the balance that they found within the story and the yeah. screenplay is really good. Yeah, I agree. Look, relationships are complicated, right? Love is a minefield. I feel like I'm... A battlefield. A, a battlefield. As Pat it's, Benatar would say. Yeah, it's like lyrics from a song. People are complicated. All these things. This mm. isn't news. And those in the LGBTQ plus community, we date and see the world differently to others. You know, yeah. there's history there. Oppression, being ostracized, having to fight harder to secure your place in the world. 
And I guess perhaps, well, certainly me in my experience have held my guard up around connection. Mm. I'm very happily married now. I've been in a relationship with my husband for almost eight years, married for Mm. three and a half. This film is inviting us to help understand that world yeah. in, in the sphere of relationships. Even Billy's character Bobby in mm. the film has a line where he says, love is not love. Yes. Love is different. Yes. Our relationships are different. Mm. And that's what this film is attempting to show. You know, mm. it really leans into the fact that they haven't switched out a woman for a man. Yep. You know, the experiences feel real and believable. I mean, I don't have first-hand experience, but it felt real. It felt believable. But that's good. That's great from your perspective yeah. that you felt that. Even if rom-coms can sometimes be a little bit heightened sense of reality. But that's why we love them. <laughs> that's why, that's why, we, why we love, love them. them. Yeah. There's some really great lines in this film. There's so many that I just, you know, can't say them all. But there's another one that's happiness is being more than what others think you are. I think wow. that was really beautiful. That's nice. I'm going to yeah. bring it down a notch and say vulnerability is not a boner killer. <laughs> you love that one, I didn't love you? that line. Yeah. I love that line. But it's true. Like, I don't know. People are scared to be vulnerable. And I guess people within the queer community are scared to be vulnerable as well. And they yeah. need to put up a front and be a certain way, be seen a certain way. And if There's also that extra layer of masculinity. Yes. Like for enforced masculinity yes. and vulnerability yep. undermines masculinity. Masculinity is, I would say, it's a huge problem in terms of how we perceive masculinity within gay culture. Yeah. Because you've got, well, I mean, this movie's called Bros, for goodness sake. It's, you know, about this gym junkie, yeah. you know, whatever, the, the gay scene, all the rest of it. But if you don't present as being a swole gay person, are you not gay enough? Or, or if you're too feminine or sound mm. a certain way, there's so much self-like hate yeah. Self-hate is a real problem within the community. I know I've experienced it myself. But then also projecting that judgment on others because they don't present just like you do as a gay person or straight acting. All mm. those things this movie in a tongue-in-cheek satirical way but actually quite poignant way talks about because yeah. they're real feelings. They're really encounters that I've had that I see uh, and they explore quite nicely in this narrative. I'm so glad that you could really see yourself in this film. I think that's so important and I'm, yeah. it's wonderful for people. And even if you don't identify in the queer community, mm. this film is just really enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, to, just to clarify, yes, I saw myself a lot in this movie, but there was also a lot about the gay experience that is not me. Right, yeah. So, but I mean, that makes it a bit fun. It's you like, haven't been taking ass pics. <laughs> Well, <laughs> maybe at some point. Oh, come on. Let's be real. Uh, the, the sort of party and the pride marches and things, I mean, yes, I have been involved in them, but I, it, it's not who I am, mm. I suppose. So, But that's just me. So I guess there were things I recognised, things that I didn't, mm. but it's still fun to see it play out. I think poignant is a really good word that you used mm-hmm. before. This film is very poignant, but also clever and yes. fun and not overshadowing important things with too much comedy or mm. flamboyant comedy. Yeah. There's some of that in there. It's used very well. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it just pokes fun. It takes these stereotypes it plays with them. It flips them on their head. It makes yes. you think. It's also very self-referential and self-deprecating mm-hmm. because it has to be. And you can do that in a comedy. But I liked the meta layers of it. So Bobby, the character of Bobby is also a podcaster. Yes, we so, love that. Yeah. And he he says that he isn't the right 
one to make a gay rom-com. But the meta side mm. of that is that he he actually is making this rom-com, that yes. he's saying that he's not the one to make the rom-com. So yes. I quite liked the layer of the commentary about the gay experience and representation in media and popular culture yeah. and the fact that he's saying he's not right, but he's actually the one yeah. behind the idea. There's just so many layers to this film. It's so smart. And that comes down to the clever writing by Billy Eichner. He's really bloody clever. Yeah. And Nicholas Stoller, obviously. Yes, who is very well known for writing comedies mm. and directing comedies. And this is his third romantic comedy yeah. film as well. So he's been there, done that. And I guess a great confidant with a new talent like Billy Eichner. Well, new talent, he's been around, yeah. but he's not really well versed within the film world so it would have been a great collaboration do you know what though i have seen him in friends from college which is nicholas stoller's series a netflix series is it good it's a bloody good series it's mm-hmm. really enjoyable and billy eichner is wonderful in it he plays a supporting role to fred savage's character as his partner yeah. but he's absolutely superb in it and i'm still salty honestly that it only got two seasons at netflix because it deserved more oh it's been cancelled it was yeah it was 2018 2019 Oh, that's yeah. sad. Maybe it could be one of the many shows that get rebooted yes. or something. Yes, please. We live in hope. Let's talk about rom-coms in general yeah. and, you know, the tropes that come with them. Pretty predictable in some ways. Yeah. It has them all in this one, I think. <laughs> yeah. The meet cute where eyes meet across the bar. Yes. Opposites attract. Yeah. Not sure if they really like each other at first. They get together and then there's a personality clash. Yeah. One discovers something about the other one that they don't quite like. and They're both scared of each other. Yes. They're both intimidated by each other and, and yes. what they're about. And it's like, are you attracted to me? Am I attracted to you? What's yeah. going on? Before they realise that they're the perfect balance to each other and, and they belong together. The yin to their yang. Yes. Also, montages. Far <laughs> out, I love a romantic comedy montage, yeah. especially ones that go through the seasons and bring you up to Christmas. Yes. They're just my favourite. And then you pair them with running. <laughs> yep. There wants to be someone running to the other. Yes, have to be running to tell the person how you feel. Yes. I mean, there's only another series of films that has as much running in it as romantic comedies and they're Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> so exactly. you've got Tom Cruise movies as a genre of running and you have romantic comedies as a genre of running. Where's the line? <laughs> it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to end up together. Of course. Um, but what's funny is they actually say... We'll see how it goes in three months, which I thought was really cool. Exactly. It's a way to flip it on its head. It is. It's like, okay, so we're going to end it nicely, but we're also going to just put a sprinkle of like uncertainty and sass on it, which is what relationships are, especially in their infancy. Yeah. You still have to get to know each other. And when you have characters like Bobby and Aaron, where they do have their guard up and they're both happily single and they just want to be casual about how they date, there's a lot of, you know, history to break Mm. through there. So I feel like that was a smart decision from a writing perspective. It just brings that romantic comedy genre back down to earth just a little bit and makes it a bit more believable and realistic. That's it. Which you identify with more then. Exactly. The fact that it relies on the rom-com tropes as well doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. Mm. If it's done well and in a more authentic fashion, then traditionally flimsy kind of plots in these genres can be yeah then it works yes and there's nothing wrong with that and not everyone likes rom-coms right no that, that's it this this movie won't be for everyone no gay or not you know rom-coms either resonate with people or not in its simplest form right bros mm. is a classic rom-com about two people 
falling for each other. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Resisting it, trying to figure it out. They just happen to be two dudes. Yeah. That's the only difference here, really. Yeah. So people can sometimes turn their nose up at that. Right. Romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. But this is, yeah, it's it's well made. And the fact that the themes are recognisable just means it's done well. Yes, exactly. That universality of the movie. Yes, that's such a good word. Right, we've raved about Billy Eichner already, but let's do yeah. it a little bit more. A the little perf- bit more. The performances from Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane were phenomenal. They inhabited their characters fully. They showed immense vulnerability. Their chemistry was off the charts. I liked their chemistry. I mean, it took a while for them to find their feet because they were a bit awkward around each other. Which was the point. And they were scared of each other. You know, yeah. all these things that are just cute in of itself. Yeah, they're kind of mismatched, but that yeah. was the whole point. And they just worked really well together. You know, the character of Bobby is incredibly passionate about queer history Mm -hmm. and the importance of educating the community and straight people and children about it. You know, stories that have never been held space to be told. Mm. Stories that I actually learned quite a lot about queer history in this movie because the character of Bobby is setting up the National Museum of LGBTQ plus History Museum. I've probably botched the name of yeah, the museum, yeah, yeah. but something of that ilk. And, you know, it's a, it's a journey for what he's fighting for, but it's a huge passion project of his. And I think he was a character. He knows exactly what he wants. Mm. He just happens to meet a guy to challenge whether he knows yeah. what he wants or not. Yeah. And you know what? I really enjoyed the friendships that he had. So yes. often when you have a gay character, their friendships with straight people mm-hmm. are either they're a handbag. Mm-hmm. Or they're only friends with other gay people. Right. Or the gay relationship is the footnote to the straight friend. They're yes. the gay best friend. Yeah. yeah. And in this one, he has a really beautiful friend who is married and has kids. Yes. And it's just natural. It's so natural. And yeah. even the kids are doing like a bum dance. They're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says something like, it was so much better when straight people were uncomfortable with gay people. <laughs> yeah. Gay sex. Uncomfortable with gay sex. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But they they were actually a really nice pair, that married couple with their kids. It was just this really inclusive, open sort of narrative with Uncle Bobby coming in. Yes. And it was just refreshing to see it written that way and play out that way because they had a beautiful relationship with each other and it was just so natural and organic. Yeah, and accepting and just beautiful. I I do want to call out one thing about just the character of Bobby. I Mm. found him really angry. And oh, okay. Yeah, I found I, I actually found him a little too unrelentingly angry at times. Oh. And it's one of my criticisms of this movie where I feel like they just needed to and I, I hate to say this because the character of Bobby was being told to turn down his personality yeah. a notch. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they could have probably pared back some of the the anger that he was presenting about people not understanding or right. pushing his agenda onto people just a little bit. I didn't feel that. I just felt that he was just a little bit awkward, a bit socially Mm. awkward in places. Yeah. Oh, gee, he was very socially (laughs) awkward. It was gorgeous. (laughs) You know, Billy Eichner's performance was just amazing and it probably pisses him off that people keep commenting on that because he's been around and working forever. Yeah. Uh, But he's really proved himself leading man material here. Yes, And there's this gorgeous monologue that he gives on the beach about confidence being a choice to survive and that progress in recognising and accepting the queer community has been slow, too slow for some. It was very moving and poignant. Yes. He is very charismatic as an actor. He can pull off drama and comedy beautifully in this film. He felt very connected. I'm really glad you pointed out 
the mm. scene on the beach because I wasn't expecting that. Mm. The, the line that he says is confidence is knowing you're the only one left you can count on. Yeah. Like he went really deep in this scene. It really hits you in the feels, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. But then because it's a romantic comedy and you've got a great companion in Luke McFarlane as an actor here and then it becomes a bit more lighthearted and funny mm-hmm. and that you they really grow as a couple in that moment. But those lines really resonate with you. They yes. stick with you. So it doesn't erase what's just happened and what you've just heard. It, it sits with you. Yep. So they don't completely go in the opposite direction. They just add a bit of levity to yeah. it, just a bit of lightness. Yeah, a bit of lightness and reality that would show up in that moment naturally. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's a funny cameo in this from Deborah Messing, which we've got to talk about. How good. (laughs) The gay saviour, Deborah (laughs) Messing. Grace from Will and Grace. Yes. And uh, she's so over being a gay icon, apparently, in this film. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really funny. I didn't know she was in this movie. She was quite angry in this movie. She was angry. (laughs) Yeah. Put her and Bobby together. Well, you did and it was was quite explosive, (laughs) wasn't it? I I didn't know she was in this movie and so as a gay, I was like (laughs) so excited when I saw her pop up because I'm such a fan of Will and Grace. And, you know, that was a groundbreaking series back in the 90s and and noughties. And a beautiful friendship. Beautiful friendship between a straight woman and a gay man Mm. and everyone else in between. So it made so much sense that Deborah Messing playing Deborah Messing showed up in Mm. this movie and yeah i just freaking loved it yeah and she's over all the gay people following her around everywhere (laughs) putting her on a pedestal but you wonder because i reckon there's some meta layers to this as well because i'm sure that is true of her experience (laughs) as as a person people coming up to her and inflicting their sort of problems yeah she says she's a gay yeah because she's like i'm not every gay person's best friend yes (laughs) oh my god and she was so good i loved it The supporting cast, we can't go past talking about these guys because Mm. the supporting cast in Miss Lawrence, Dot Marie Jones, Jim Rash and Eve Lindley and T.S. Madison as Bobby's committee at the LGBTQ plus museum were superb, Mm -hmm. really superb and not too much. You know how sometimes when you add in characters like that for comedic relief, which is what they are really, Mm -hmm. it can be too much and they Mm. can really fall into stereotypes. None of them did. I really liked the effortless representation of the LGBTQ plus community in this movie more broadly, but as the board members of Mm. the museum, because it was reflective of boards in any industry, not accurately representing our diverse world. Yes. But here they do it and it exists and you get this great dynamic and comedy as as a result being as Mm. part of this genre. Because often the queer community and the LGBTQ plus community is grouped together. And what they made a point of saying is that we are our own communities too. Yes. Within this larger community. And so even within this very vocal, open environment, even within the queer community, and this is true, they don't listen to each other and the needs (laughs) of that. Yeah. And of course it's wrapped up in a comedic lens. But yeah. it, it, it pushes the reality of what it is like actually in the yeah. real world mm-hmm. and it was handled really well. Yeah, I like the word you used effortless before yeah. because it just felt normal. Felt normal. It felt perfectly natural. Yeah, and why is everyone fucking freaking out about this movie existing yeah. you know, at all? Here we are and everyone is still alive. <laughs> Everyone's okay. <laughs> and if you weren't gay going in, you're not going to be gay coming out, guys. Oh, and God. trust me, it ain't that bad. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, these characters just had great comedic timing yeah. too. Great characters. So much fun whenever they were on screen and bouncing mm. off each other. I had a great time. I love that, Lee. I'm, I'm really happy that you enjoyed this movie. I did. I did. Yeah. Shall we wrap up our review of Bros? Yeah, let's do it. 
Bros is such an important film. It will change lives and save lives of young queer people who will see themselves in it, affirming their existence and the way they feel. I'm so grateful for that. I'm a big fan of the rom-com genre and the pairing of Eichner and Stoller is a good one. The jokes are funny and the film is a really good time. However, I did mention this, that the character of Bobby did present as a little more intense than I was expecting in a few areas of the script that could have maybe just been toned down from an Mm. anger perspective just a little bit more. I saw myself in this film and then I didn't. So for me, it wasn't fully representational of my gay experience, but it will be for so many and for that it holds significant value. I'm going to rate Bros three and a half popcorn kernels. Well, Bros is a really smart film that when you strip out all of the noise and the groundbreaking aspects around it, it's just a really, really bloody well-made, enjoyable romantic comedy. It nails all the elements it needs to without being cliched. The comedy pops and the intimate, meaningful moments don't drag. Plus, the performances of Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane are off the charts. And I also really love how important this film was to you and how important it's going to be to so many people. I'm giving it four and a half popcorn kernels out of five. Wow. Oh, that makes me really happy. That makes me really happy. Well, we want to make you happy. So go and see Bros, which is in Australian cinemas from October 27. And that's it for another bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube, guys, where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.